Opinions unqualified. Uh, welcome to everyone. Nixie, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. Sammy? Uh, that is good. Um, interesting thing, just before having a little look at our analytics, and um, obviously some people in America are getting pretty bored, Nixie, because we've got 2% of listeners uh, from America listening to us. It's pretty exciting, really. So we've got Germans and now Americans. Yeah. I'm hoping we get some Japanese sometimes. Something different. But um, Ohio and Illinois. So if you're listening to us again, um, let us know who you are so we, we can um, figure out something about our listeners. Yeah, yeah. hit us on the socials. Let Maybe us know. jump on the pod. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll do a Skype call or something. We'll, we'll get, you, get you on there. It'd be nice to get an American accent on there maybe something, a different point of view something different but anyway we um we've got a uh, very special guest today Nixie and I think um you're going to give a, an amazing introduction okay yeah I will I will so I'm I'll, I will I'll be straight honest uh I feel very privileged to say that this guy's one of my best mates um he's hilarious um he's even more hilarious after a couple of beers um so I'm trying to load him up now as we do this um but um, he's he's a professional in work time. He's completely unprofessional outside of work time. Um, but uh, no, he's one of a kind, uh, and it's uh, Wolski. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Um, apologise, Sam. I've got the Queensland accent, not the, uh, the USA accent. <laughs> so uh, I apologise that straight off the bat. So um, so Wolski's here, and he's he's doing us a solid because it's his uh, birthday tomorrow when we record. So his birthday's on the Tuesday. Um, so I thought we'd just go straight into. What is the perfect birthday destination or slash party arrangement? So, so let's go with the destination first. And then if you can't actually go anywhere, what, how do you want to spend your birthday? Like this year? Well, let's, go, let's just go any year. I reckon, I reckon I think Melbourne would be a good destination about now. I think it would be, <laughs> a, it would be a, a good place to kind of hang out with, uh, with one other friend. So. Yeah. Or at least you get one person yeah. there, I guess. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I think if it's not this year, like say you, you had an unlimited budget and you oh. could go anywhere to spend your birthday, uh, where, where would it be? Uh, I guess I'm a, I am a proud Queenslander, so I'd imagine somewhere back uh, on the East Coast, um, up around the Sunshine Coast or something like that is always good fun. But, mate, anywhere there's uh, good people and, uh, and, and good, good drinks, I'm happy with that. Are you the same, Sam? Yeah, pretty much. I think I'd... Um Unlimited budget, I'd probably take everyone to Hawaii. You love that, Hawaii. Yeah, I love yeah. Hawaii. I think that would be sick. Um, but, you know, otherwise it's usually always a shed. The shed's a place to be for a birthday. <laughs> yeah, well, the shed for a birthday is, is pretty solid. Does um, any shed or... Oh, I think either Nixie or Sam's shed. It has yeah. to be a good shed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have good sheds. Yeah. I think, um, like right now, the world being the world, I don't think there's a better place in the world than Western Australia. So we're pretty... Yeah. We're pretty fortunate, uh, but if the world was was normal again, I reckon. I reckon Disneyland. I love Disneyland. <laughs> love yeah. It is a bit obscure, but I think one of my favourite places, either as a tourist or working, has been Chicago so far. So I, I really enjoyed up there. I do love Chicago yeah, as well. It's a great city. Just good vibe, good people, friendly, and um, yeah, I think it suits us pretty well. Yeah. Also. Unfortunately, we're in the COVID world and there's no going anywhere. Um, so if you're going to, can, and we're in Perth, we can have a little party. Um, if you're going to have a party, what are we doing? Oh, starting off at the shed. Yep. Um, having a few, some I'm laughs. De- I'm definitely uh, a bit of a fan of an Irish pub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I yeah. just yeah, that's 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 me. Okay. But, yeah, I like I quite like the Irish pub as well, but you know, I think I think as long as you obviously the probably the I won't say I'll say moral is as long as you're with people that you care about and having a good time, that's all that matters, hey. Good people, good times, that's all that matters. So talking about Irish pubs, so I was scrolling through Facebook this evening <laughs> and um your name's popped up, Wolski, because you're going to some sort of music event. <laughs> so I wanted to talk not particularly about that event, because the event looked cool. It was traditional Irish music, a couple of beers, so that, that looks the business. But all these Facebook invites that you get sent, like, what's the most random Facebook invite you've been, in, you've been sent? Me personally? Well, first of all, I'm a little bit concerned that you're scrolling and Facebook stalking me on a Monday night, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think uh, you see. Uh, well, to be honest, I didn't have Facebook for a long time, and I missed out on a lot of events that I probably should would have liked. So, I haven't got any random ones per se, but uh, I definitely have found some stuff on there that um, that I enjoyed going to. Yep. No, nothing too. Uh, nothing too strange yet. Is there anything that you've had come up, Sam? Like no, weird I things. Or? I haven't had anything too weird, really. Um, not invites. No. Back when Facebook used to let um, people see what you were liking, like what pages you are liking. I've seen yeah. some interesting things then, but yeah. in terms of invites, no, not really, just I the th- usual stuff. I think it works out by analytics, by what kind of websites you look at, Nixie, so your your uh, suggestions might be quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about um, that, that old suggestion things, so like it's funny, like say I was looking through the old Facebook, uh, I've mentioned Wolski a few times, Saying Wolski's coming around tonight. Wolski's coming around tonight, and the first person that pops up on my feet, is yeah. Wolski. Yeah. Like, it's the phone is listening to us. Yeah. Hey, stop that five G. Yeah, yeah, man, that's five yeah. G. It brought in the COVID, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ruling the world. Um, you've actually got a funny story, Sam. We won't mention any names, but about uh, back in the day when Facebook first came out, and a, a certain person's interests kept popping up. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, wow. Um, so yeah, back when Facebook was uh, allowing everyone to see what you were liking and what pages, um, let's just say someone had um, particular interests in um, females. <laughs> um, Certain type of females? Or? <laughs> uh, yeah, a variety. Okay. We'll say a variety. But um, yeah, they would, they would come up on the, um, the Facebook feed and I mean, probably you know, oblivious to what was actually happening when, when they were liking these pages. Um, but yeah, look, it was it was quite funny at the time. Um, if I was a person, I probably wouldn't be laughing with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was a sight. <laughs> I just think it's it's funny, you know, that you've got this social social, social media uh, business or whatever and, and, Pretty much your privacy is completely out the yeah. out the window. Like that, it isn't. Maybe they ask for for permissions when you click like on a page or something. But I think I guess the lesson is be careful what you're liking. Yeah, you got to um, be very careful because some uh, can, people can see it. Um, I actually had a really interesting story um, that a parent was telling me the other day about um, the VRNs. VRN is it? Oh, VPN. VPN. When sorry. you can change your location. Change your location. Yeah. Um, because they had a, a early teenage son that would get on the computer and look at porn sites. <laughs> and one day their mum jumped on and looked at the 
search history and found that this young man was looking at pornography on the computer. Um, so the advice the dad gave was clear your history to start with. That's, that's really important. Um, but taught him about VPNs so that he could still get on and look at these things without, uh, without mum finding. What do you think of that? Um, well, I would have suggested incognito mode. But, okay. um, yeah. I mean, VPN. I don't, I don't know how... I only used VPNs when I um, wanted to change my Netflix. Okay. So right, I could, to like an American Netflix. Yeah, so I could get different um, programs and whatnot. I think, yeah, I did it Belgium as well, so I could get some Belgian programs. I think I did that for a PlayStation once when I wanted to get like an American game, an yeah. American version of a game, um, and download it. It's exactly. getting getting pretty tough to do this stuff now, isn't it? I, I remember back in our day, it was just MSN Messenger, and that's about it. That's all you needed back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now there's uh, there's so much, so much out there. So, what's he, what's incognito? What what mode is that? What what's doesn't. He's, play, um, he's playing naive here. It, it, <laughs> I actually don't know what oh, it is. Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> what is it? What you do you do? Like you just switch your location off or something? Nah, it's not your location. It just doesn't um, doesn't um, save any history or anything like that. Okay. Like Google can and whatnot. All the websites can probably still see what you're doing and whatnot. But that's quite interesting because I, I was talking to a police officer recently as well, and and they were saying to me, well, actually, it was actually the the Asada that I was talking to. Um, just about when they, um, you know, they, they get players or they feel like something's happening, um, they can actually go through your phone, your physical phone, doesn't matter what's been deleted, and the whole history is still there. Even if it's been deleted or not, on your phone, they'll be able to grab anything from any particular time. So if you don't want something dodgy, they can, they can well, find it. Well, I don't yeah. doubt that. Everything's out there. Everything's data, isn't it? Yeah, it's just once it's in the... I guess the, the cloud or the universe or, or what it is. Once it's out there, it's out there. There's no getting it back. Nah, no, nah, it's a bit scary, but you know, just don't do anything stupid and you'll be alright. Well, I guess. Well, when I was young, we had no mobile phones. We had none of this, so we could get away with doing some really yeah. stupid stuff and without anyone finding out. But now that's sort of like it's, it's funny, like with phones particularly. Like you see something happen, like in the street, like someone could be struggling and. And rather than going to help that person, now people get their phones out and start recording it. Yeah, there's always someone recording on their phone. Um, yeah, that is a bit bit of a pet peeve of mine. People out on phones, just like at the pub with phones. Just yeah, I don't know. It's I like to wish we could go back to the the late nineties, early two thousands, away from that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think like you're out socialising. Shouldn't you be talking to the people you're yeah. with? Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess our group of friends are pretty good though. Like they they don't yeah. tend to be on there too much, but yeah, I could expose if nah. I w- actually Go I on, might drop, drop drop. I a- might do. I might drop Nick when we were. I got the perfect. It's kind of um. Oh, what's the word? It's bad because I recorded him recording someone else. Oh, so you was I was there. trying yeah, to catch yeah, him yeah, yeah. Okay, on what yeah, he was that's, doing. That's fair enough. Um, but yeah, there was um uh, a little band playing up in in Exmouth when we were up there, and he um. We got up on one of the tables and started recording like the the music, and I was like, "What are you?" So I got a good um good recording of him recording. I might drop it, put it on the uh, on the Instagram so everyone can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I'd do that. Um, that's sort of similar, like to going to concerts. So like, I'd go to a concert to see a band, yeah. and then like people would go, "Oh, did you take any photos?" Or I'd go on a holiday. You take any photos? I'm like, man, I'm living in the moment here. You know, I want to enjoy this. I feel like you spend so much time looking at your screen trying to capture the moment, you actually miss the moment. Yeah. 
And uh, you see that happen sort of all the time. Sort of something happens and that people are so worried about capturing what's happening rather than experiencing, mm-hmm. you know, the vibe. And I feel like, you know, the actual vibe itself and the feeling is part of the, the reason why you go to those things, like just enjoying the moment. So Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm a, obviously an unashamable Oasis fan and, and their documentary um, always explains that, that, that last... That last concert they had at Nebworth, or when they last was the one, one of the last ones without phones, so they're yeah, pre-phone. So nowadays people are using it for like it used to be lighters, didn't you? Used yeah. to wave your lighter up in the air, but now it's all phone recording and stuff like that. So the last, you know, where you line up at a record store to to get your tickets, and then uh, I love and that. that. Yeah, uh, that's that, that's the kind of little simple things that I miss. Yeah, the whole going to it, and Sam would never have experienced this, but <laughs> you know, when you go, I remember a big day out. Like yeah, early two wow. thousands, and having to go to my local record store to buy tickets, and they'd only be allocated a certain amount of tickets as well, so you could actually miss out yeah, on right. a ticket, mm. like because each you sleep you sleep the night before to get make sure you got a ticket, you'd stay out, wouldn't you? You would, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like big concerts in in Perth as well, like mm. you'd stay out the front of the entertainment center, and you'd see you would see like people camping out overnight, and be there from like say the tickets went on sale at ten a.m. on Friday. They'd be there from 10 a.m. on Thursday to make sure they got to the front of the line, like particularly for the big acts. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's the same with footy. Like, if yeah, like footy a team made a finals, yeah. like the, you know, people would camp out to get tickets. Yeah, it's just a whole whole community experience. Well, they do it's, that for um, shoes now. Really? <laughs> yeah, like I think especially in America, where um, like the sneaker culture is quite big and whatnot, and when like a certain type of shoe only gets released at a place or something like that um people camp out for because the resale value on shoes now can be crazy apple will that all that kind of stuff too isn't it like new phones and stuff like that iphones and stuff yeah that's crazy and again talking about that technology stuff and we've gone a little off track here but <laughs> um we do that every it's pretty much every everyone. 15 minutes into it and we're off track yeah um i was listening to an interview the other day with a um he was a guy that helped people um, get off gaming. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, and it was yeah. like mobile phone games and, and other games oh, yeah. as well. He was saying he was saying on the interview that there's actually people that will soil themselves to stay in the game rather than getting up and going to the toilet. Yeah. Things like in like in Queensland, like pokies and stuff like that and slot machines, like that's the same thing happens there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I just couldn't believe like they're so addicted to the game that they don't eat. Like shit and piss themselves. <laughs> Just to keep keep playing, yeah, it's, oh, it's insane. We're and, definitely off track. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's people that with the you know have in in app purchases like you're playing a game. Oh yeah, when you yeah, purchase, you're, yeah. like the thousands of, of dollars. Yeah, yeah, money people are spending on on just getting who, like an extra life for their game. Who is that? Um, that NBA player or ex NBA player, or whatever, and his son spent like thousands of dollars on a game. Was it Amari Stoudemire? I don't know. It was one of them, but yeah, their sons spent like thousands of dollars. Yeah, thirty grand or something. Yeah, yeah. Great. I was like, gee whiz. Yeah, that was a phone game as well, or was it Fortnite? No, I think it was Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, or it was Fortnite. Like Lucky his NBA players. Son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, who has a credit card that allows that sort of yeah. payment and gives it to their children? So, <laughs> you're, I'm sure your kids have spent that money, but wouldn't you have some sort of limit on <laughs> like what they can spend? Um, but I guess a lot of stories with the NBA guys is that they're broke within five years of yeah, being in the league. It does whatever. happen. So, yeah, so that's that's crazy. Um, so we're just uh, just past the weekend, and uh, Sam and I 
uh, made a decision to uh, to go down to a, a beautiful little town there I'm from, which is Collie, and uh, celebrate my brother's birthday. So shout out to you, Shawnee. I hope you had a good time. Um, and the one thing that sort of I'm taking away is, damn, it's cold down there. It is so uh, country cold. T- country towns do it, don't they? Something about them. Oh, is this wind, the wind. We we woke up in the morning, so to come back because I had to get back for 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 a game in the afternoon, and um, the car was covered in ice, like completely covered in ice, and it took us about five minutes to get water and wipers and put the heater on inside to get out there. But I I just can't believe being in Western Australia, like how cold. It was. And I grew up there. I just can't remember it. ice being over a car. You know, um, it was full on. And then driving over the hills and down in the valleys, there was the trees were covered in ice. Mm, frost. Yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. It was insane. So, um, what did you get up to the weekend? What, was <laughs> what did I get up to the weekend? I can't even remember. It's been so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually had a quiet one, knowing that I uh, have a bit of a birthday week ahead of me, and. Um, I guess the debauchery that's going to happen next weekend. So I actually had a quiet one. Uh, just watched the watched the rugby at home and uh, played a bit of golf yesterday. So um, just a yeah, pretty uh, low key, uninteresting one. Nothing really happened. Stayed off Tinder, so it's all been good. <laughs> what's your What's your handicap now? Oh, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about it. On, oh. I, don't, I don't want this recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the, the advantage of having a high handicap is that you win lots. Yeah. That's right. That is true. That is that is true. <laughs> but so, like, but you play in a very low division, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. see, for me, I would um, I would deliberately go out there and play bad while I'm trying to get a handicap, and then uh, get the highest possible one. That's that's Dad's pet peeve when he plays golf. Oh, really? Yeah. People yeah. with high handicaps. Yeah, I think it's like I guess like playing from a, from a sport background myself, and my body can't handle the the vigors of rugby anymore. So. Golf seems to be the uh, the latest competitive game, but geez, I even pull up sore from golf these days. Yeah, it's, yeah, particularly if you're walking eighteen holes, like it's, yeah, 18. it's a long, it's a long day, and you have a really bad swing. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> as well. That definitely doesn't help. Um, so, Sam, obviously you were down in Collie. What do you think? It was nice. It was um, pumping down there at the pub. We went to the pub. Um, I imagine there'd be a pretty cool place to be. It was fun, yeah, yeah, it was fun. And they had a competition down there called Collie Idol, um, which is like a local singing competition. And uh, we just happened to rock you up in town at the right time, didn't we, Sammy? And Nixie got up on stage and rocked the boat. Yeah, well, uh, actually, it was Collie Idol, but I don't think now that I think about it, they didn't announce a winner. I don't think so. So Nixie, I think no one, I'm just no one, gonna... no one won that night. Nah, Nixie won. <laughs> yeah. Nixie won it. Yeah. Yeah. Just self-claimed winner. You say oh, self-claimed God. victory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd imagine Macaulay would be more famous for a wet T-shirt concert before a uh, before a singing Australia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's, it's funny actually because when I was when I was young, you, you probably would have won that too, Nixie. <laughs> yeah. I have I developed some nice pecs. Um, yeah. So when I was younger, like that's another thing, like wet T-shirt comp, things like that were so common when I was a kid. Like oh, Dad yeah. would go to the pub and go, oh, "I'm going to see the Skimpies." Yeah. You know, every Friday night, like he, like mum would get home from work, or whatever, and the old man would jump in the old car and drive down and go see the Skimpies for a couple of hours. Well, they don't have them anymore. Well, I think they're even illegal. Oh, just Kalgoorlie's the only place. Yeah, I think Kalgoorlie you're allowed to legally. Yeah. I think that's the only place in the state you can do it. So, um, but yeah, it's just how times change, I guess. Um, okay. Not that I'd really be interested in that too much, anyway. No. I just really, I just want to be a. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good time down there, though. Good fun. Yeah, yeah good. Talking about beer, um, firstly, 
firstly, we had a uh, we had some beer on the weekend, and I, you know, when you get a can that just that that sound when you yeah, open it, that, like yeah. shh, the good yeah. Is that opening a can sound better than the popping of a bottle? Oh, that's a good question. I think I still like the opening, the first opening of a whiskey bottle. It's still one of my favourite sounds. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. No, the pop, the pop. Oh, the what the yeah, whiskey yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm about. Yeah, yeah. I think if you go like bottle, like a beer bottle or a, or a um or a can, I'll probably go with a can. Probably makes the most satisfying sound when you open it. Are you are you a cans or bottles drinker? Like I I'm, I still like cans. Well, I'll be honest. I'll drink anything. That's yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I do. I prefer cans. I do prefer cans than bottles. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the feel, the shape, the taste out of a can. You get more in cans as well. That definitely adds to it. Kind of reminds me of a rodeo back home. That's the that's the sound of a can opening for me. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> I, I went to a rodeo out here at Boyette Brook a few years ago, and that was fun, man. Oh, yeah. That was so much fun. And that was sort of like, if you're talking about drunken debauchery like, yeah, I know, that's yeah, a radio yeah. <laughs> people just go mental they take their, their tents and stuff they just camp in a paddock and yeah go for live music and like there's like rodeo all day music all night like it's mental hmm. like, is that what it's like in queensland yeah oh yeah no doubt no doubt i'd imagine the ones over like overseas and this like texas and all that would be pretty epic but they'll probably take it a bit more seriously than we take it yeah i didn't wasn't too concerned about the, the actual <laughs> horse riding and bull riding oh, and stuff. Yeah. It was cool. It was really cool to see it. But for me, it was more about the, the entertainment than yeah, anything yeah. else. I think that's kind of any kind of local show where like in the country, it's always a bit of fun. Like, I imagine Collie would have a, a pretty good few nights like that, like events and stuff like that. Yeah, they have their bush races down there, like yeah, Collie yeah. Cup. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's fun. They're they big on Speedway. So yeah, yeah, all that stuff is that's cool. That's a country, yeah. country sport yeah, very, as well. Collie reminds me a lot of my hometown, Kingaroy in Queensland. Very similar. Yeah. Same size, kind of like same activities, same debauchery. Yep, that's pretty much the town. Yeah. yeah. So good place to visit. Some really beautiful spots down there as well if you want to see, you know, rolling hills and beautiful lakes and rivers and... Um, so yeah, you didn't get to see any of that, Sam. But next time, yeah. we got <laughs> some of that. You saw the pub. Yeah, I saw the pub. I saw the <laughs> the, the, uh, the workers. Yep, workers club. That yep. was cool. I had more beer down there than I have here in the last three years or something mm-hmm. like that. We're well, in a country town. That's what yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Went to the Crown. Went to the yeah. Crown. Yeah, went to the Crown. That's where the the big uh, singing comp one was. Saw a local drunk crossing the street. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. And you guys were all surprised. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually surprised they're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so back to, to that beer conversation with the can. So, we were reviewing some ginger beer. Yeah. So yeah, We didn't record it though as well. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's it. We'll do it again, but... Yeah. But one of the things that sort of I mentioned was the sound of the can. So, we reviewed... Um, was it Brook... Brookvale, Brookvale Union. Union. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Brookvale yeah. Union yeah, yeah. and the James Squire. Yeah. yeah. So we had the Brookvale Union first and, and that was, it was really nice. It was really nice. It was the first beer of the day. So, you know, we wanted something a little sweeter uh, to give us a little, little, uh, just a little pep up. Um, and then we opened the, the James Squire after that and the sound of the can of the James Squire was part of why I enjoyed yeah. that so much because it sounded better. You did love it. You did love that opening. Yeah. Was, yeah, the way that it opened, it just it just had that real crisp yeah. sort of crack. 
which I love. But between the two, between the two, I think the the Brookvale Union, the Brookvale Union, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. was like a real ginger beer. Yeah, if you yeah. wanted a ginger beer, yeah. yeah. Whereas the James Squire tasted more like a fruit punch. Yeah, it was weird tasting. Like it had like an aniseedy taste. Yeah, and... if it didn't have like the label of ginger beer on it, you would not. You wouldn't guess that it was ginger beer if you just drunk it. Yeah. I, f- I find them pretty dangerous. Those drinks, like you, the kind of drink you'd have after you've just mowed the lawn in forty degrees and just you know have a quiet drink, <laughs> straight mm. straight from <laughs> straight to rehydrate. I think Walski's very, up very than us. Forty degrees mowing the lawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> very uh, very easy to drink, and uh, we'll probably catch up on you pretty quickly. Yeah, there's a couple of really really nasty ones, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've come to a a fact that any of the cheap uh drinks that are that sit at eight percent um if you have more than a, a few of those um <laughs> it's not going to be a good night no um, oh it could be a what's great good night oh it's a good night for a great for a very small moment it's a great <laughs> night <laughs> yeah. the next day and, yes. and then yeah it's, 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 there's, a, there's a couple of hour window in there when it's a great night <laughs> and then yeah and then it's all downhill <laughs> It sort of reminds me a little bit of back when I was young and you'd have like Fruity Alexia, like yeah, Cooler Bar. Yeah. yeah, the Cooler Bar one. And, or you'd have the Passion Pop, yeah. you know, which were cheap, cheap drinks, but would get you, get you done. But the next day you were absolute hell. That's sort of like these cheap ginger beers and things that are out. Yeah, the Fat Lambs and stuff like that. Eh? Yeah. Just absolute mm-hmm. good, time good time for a little bit. <laughs> good time on you when you're like at the bottle shop and you're like, oh, hell yeah, like got all this stuff for like, that much money, and then and you're just like, you know, it's it's a Wednesday night. What do I do? <laughs> yes. 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 And the, yeah, they just it's it's just like a right hook out of nowhere. At some mm. point in the night, it just hits you, and you. So we're dropping we're dropping some advice here for the young ones. Yeah, yeah well, spend that a little bit more if you can um, to feel better at the end of the day. But our opinions are unqualified, though. Completely unqualified. Yeah, yeah. Completely. We, we have no so idea. So do not fact check us. The title's more of a disclaimer than anything, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It covers us. It covers us. It covers us legally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, there's a lot of those ginger beers out now. So mm. I think, you know, if you, you do enjoy a ginger beer, uh, I'd get out there and try those two, uh, particularly. Um, what I wanted to talk to you is something a little bit more serious. Um, on the way down... There was a detour. No, I was on the way back. Well, on the way down as well. Was there? Yeah, yeah, because oh. we were going down and then we went to the main road. There was no sign oh. that there was going to be a detour at all. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was on the way there. Yeah. Yeah. And there was one on the way back, but we sort of knew what was yeah, happening. Yeah, we knew. So, uh, so we're on the way down and uh, we're traveling through this town, uh, which was Harvey. So anyone that works in Harvey and works on the road, you guys have to do a way better job <laughs> of putting signs up. So we, we get to the main road and, and then we turn, go to turn right and there's a detour there. So the whole Southwest Highway was closed for a section and there was no sort of arrow where we could detour. So we had to work our way through. My, so my bugbear this week is if you are closing portions of a road, give people plenty of notice before they hit that detour and then have the detour out to our arrows Sort of at every street, so you know which way to go. Yeah, it wasn't good because we'd um, well, we're almost there, weren't we? Like we were not far away. Yeah. So and I was holding in a piss. Yep. And then, (laughs) and then you see this detour, and then we did about five laps of Harvey before we figured out how to how to get to Collie from there. Mm. And um, it just wasn't good, was it? Really? Like, I mean, old mates probably um just 
been a little bit lazy on the detour sides and just been like, no one's coming down here anyway. <laughs> if they are coming just down find, here, they know where to go. Find your own way home. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, work your way through here. It's like, you know, you, hopefully, luckily we went in a hurry, but it's sort of like a, a puzzle. Like, find your way out. It's like a maze. Yeah, so we got out of there though. We did, we did, we made it. We sort of felt like we had to go backwards to go forwards, though. We did, is... yeah. The only bad thing about that is, like, Western Australia, if you take the wrong turn, you could be in serious trouble. You end up in the middle of Nullarbor somewhere <laughs> and with no food and water and, like, <laughs> yeah. like there's, like, serious repercussions for this. There is. There is. <laughs> but uh, those, yeah, detours. So we, we, we tend to have a little bit of bugbear with road, road works and things because yeah. on the way home as well, like, oh. we, so, on a Sunday... <laughs> we're, we're driving back through the city and we get to the city with no no issues at all great so timing great really timing. good timing you know we, we got our timing right as soon as we hit the city we pass basically um just past the city and we're grandfather farm freeway comes on to the freeway north and um traffic is backed up and we're like what is happening here it's a sunday you know there can't be anything you know you know, unless it's an accident, yeah. let's hope it's not an accident. We're saying that, and then uh, the freeway at Hutton Street, they closed three of the four lanes, <laughs> but they did it all at one spot, so it wasn't like gradually merging. It was yeah. like bang, here's three three lanes closed. Yeah. Work it out. And you know, I am from here, and I, I think we get a bit of a rough deal for the whole of West Australia being bad mergers because it's not everyone. There is a large <laughs> percentage of them that are uh, pretty poor. Yeah. Um, but you can't do that with the West Australian yeah. people. Is just close three lanes and expect us to work it out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Once again, Sunday, old mate probably had a had a big Saturday night and was just like, I can't be bothered driving any further and, and doing the cones that far. I'll just bloody close it all off in one point. Let's just hope there's no local council workers listening to this right now. Yeah. Well, I, I think take notes. Yeah. yeah. Constructive criticism. I think. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Yeah, because I think, yeah, I, if if they managed that right, so if they sort of close one lane and then had a period of time where they yeah. close the next mm-hmm. lane, then a little period, then close the third, and then you have the fourth lane and we're sort of merging into one. It'd be, I think it would have yeah. probably flowed a little bit better. And I actually, I'm actually questioning why three lanes needed to be closed, to yeah, be honest, because they were on the... Left hand side, like I reckon they could have got away with two lanes. Probably, personally. probably, you know. But taking their safety into account as well, because I understand that that's their priority. So yeah, I mean, well, we just we just tracked such good time on the way back, and then we hit that, and once again, I I timed my toilet break greatly, and then I was, then we got hit with that traffic, and I was like, oh dang it! Well, but let's be fair, we could never complain about traffic in Perth ever. Well, that's true. <laughs> Let's yeah, be yeah. really fair. Well, even in peak period, it's not that bad. Nah, no, yeah. not at all. I've been in, I've been in worse over east and overseas. So I've been in LA peak hour. Oh, I've been in India. Actually, I've been. <laughs> oh, India, <laughs> I've been yeah. in India. Yeah, so I think India would just be mm. something else. LA was really bad. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I've been there as well. Yeah, that was bad. Just for the little bit of distance that we had to travel as well was like, oh my jeez. Yeah, we're going from Anaheim to LA. And we just decided we weren't going to LA. Pulling our fear, and we're just not going. Yeah, fair it was yeah, it was just insane. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, I guess our traffic's not too bad. It's alright. I mean, I don't know. Still can't merge though. <laughs> yeah. Even on the way here, getting on the freeway, there was three cars, <laughs> and I was getting on the freeway, and they still managed not to be able to merge. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was. 
slightly aggravating. <laughs> well, probably should be. Like, it, it is a wet night, though. We, no, no, that, like, that, that we, also makes us it panic. It wasn't raining that <laughs> <day. laughs> <laughs> But it's been wet today. It's been raining. Yeah, yeah. that makes us panic a bit. It rains three times a year, so like... <laughs> it should probably be part of the driving test. What? Merge? Yeah, probably should. Yeah. How do you merge? Even if it's like a drawing, it's like... Because it's not hard. It's like one car goes, you let a car in, then the next car comes, and you let a car in. Like it's... People, it's, people hate to be beaten though, you know, and they just think, yeah, yeah, this yeah, car yeah, yeah. <laughs> "Well, this bastard's gonna get there before me." Well, we do like race cars, so yeah, okay. yeah but it's enough. like you know, you're probably gonna go quicker if everyone learned how to merge. Probably, <laughs> well, you would, you would. Um, so I want to talk to you, Wolski, just about again something you do in your professional life, which is um, uh, you're a what, what's your actual official title? Oh, strength and conditioning coach. Strength and yeah. conditioning coach, yeah. So um, I want to talk about, because you work with Olympic level athletes, yeah. um, and you're, you're obviously really well-renowned and really, really well-regarded within your field, um, and you've worked in and teams that prep for seasons as well. So what do, you, what do you find are the difference between athletes that are prepping for competition, so like an Olympics, compared to, to elite athletes that are prepping for, say, a season? Yeah, yeah, well, uh, again... I've, Working with Olympic sports and um, and professional sports, you get both the ends of that spectrum. I think the biggest one for uh, the guys who work for you know in the Olympic sports, we typically run on like two year kind of cycle. So there's always like a world champs after two years, and then uh, two years after that's going to be the Olympics. So, oh, there is a lot of difference in the athletes because. Olympic sport athletes are typically uh, amateurs, so they are they're trying to do work and uh, and uni as well as uh, their sport. But the fact that they know they've only got really two a peak every two years is um is something they need to keep like motivated for. So it, it's the repercussions of losing that world championships or Olympics is is far greater than like a, a team sport athlete who loses one game and they can rectify it the next week. But in saying that, the the guys who work with the Olympic sports and the guys who work with um, and uh, into the World Championships, we have a lot longer preparation. So, you know, you're talking to my mates who are currently working in professional sports where you're talking four-week pre-seasons with like a kayaker or something like that that I work with. I might have six, week, uh, six months to prepare for. But the big thing is uh, just keeping them motivated and, and focused because, you know, after a long period of time, you know, attention can wane a little bit or... Um, I guess different messages come from different people, so they might, uh, you know, go off in a, in a wrong direction. So you just have to keep them focused on that one goal. But there's there's not a lot of, not a lot of difference in those because they're both elite athletes and they both want to win, and it's just kind of norm for them if they like when their peak is. But you know, I enjoy working with both. I I I find it like a lot easier, or not easier, but like I find it a lot more um, a lot more common sense working with uh, the the long-term sport athletes so we can actually have a proper periodization season but you know when we have a season like uh week to week it can turn into chaos mm. pretty quickly so you're more like spot firing putting out spot fires so you t- spoke about sort of the one competition and they prepare prepare for it and so you've been in this situation before i know you've been in this situation before where you've had an athlete get ill or get injured after all of that preparation mm-hmm. so how do you help a an athlete to get through something like that mentally if they're out they put all this time and all this energy into competing and and uh, marcus who was on our show 
Uh, he was a he's a wrestler and he, he qualified for the world championships and then got injured in the lead up. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's probably someone that we could probably hit up as well at some point. But how do you help him get through something like that? Well, it's obviously devastating with those guys because especially like your your wrestlers and those guys who are trying to get ranking points to get to qualify for the Olympics and and world champs and stuff like that. so like a little stint away from wrestling can actually hurt them a lot um, as you would have said but. I don't know, like, you, I, I think you always think about the optimistic side of things. So it's like, all right, we might have injured, we might have missed this, but this is a great opportunity for us to do something that we never get the chance to do. Let's work on this attribute. Okay, you might have hurt your knee. You know what? Our upper body strength can get improved. So it's more about, like, you know, things happen. Things happen in sport. It's a very, like, complex, uh, dynamic situation. So it's more about spinning things into, you know into a positive thing and go, you know what, we're going to work on some attribute. We, n- we didn't have this opportunity before. And again, like two years does come around pretty quickly. So, you know, they might miss the world champs, but you've got start your preparation that next day for the Olympics. So it, um, I, I think, and, you know, things move along pretty quickly for us and, and the athlete gets hurt, but we can move on to, yeah, move on to some different things that we never got opportunity to work on. And that's, and just keep them focused on that on that goal. But again, at the end of the day, I, I want to win gold medals. So that's what I'm I'm focused the Olympics. Yep. I think um obviously the forward planning and and your ability to 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 see things sort of unfold and like within their preparation, like what sort of target targets and goals you want to hit along yep. the way are pretty pretty important. Like, are you setting like little mini goals for these people, or is it more this is the big goal? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's a good question because uh, I think early on in my career I probably overplanned things and thought about, you know, this is the scientific literature would say that we need to do this, then do this, then do this. But then I guess the more I've been in the game, um, I have a, I have a like a, an overall plan that we're going to think of. But then I also know the day to day differences in the athlete and the, you know week to week. I can't, I can't predict what's going to happen in six weeks time because of the differences. You know, it's sports, it's dynamic. So I think uh, I have a, I have a, I guess a, a skeleton plan in the background, but it still comes down to the day to day art of coaching with those kind of things. So if if I'm my goal for this particular period was to build strength, if I still don't think that they hit the right strength levels, I'm not going to change because the scientific plan said no change to power now. So I'll you know I, I like to read the athlete for what I what I see rather than what I plan. There is a lot of planning involved in saying that, and particularly a lot of co- talking with the coaches. But um, yeah, I think uh, one of the biggest kind of changes I've made is to be you know read the athlete, not necessarily read the plan. Okay. Well, that's um yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to turn it a little bit more lighthearted questions here. <laughs> yeah, okay. We went deep there. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and while you were talking, um my mind was was thinking of uh something to say and, um, <laughs> i love that sammy and um i was wondering right so let's say me and nixie wanted to tag up tag team um bowling tempin bowling right we're gonna destroy the thursday night league what would be our number one exercise well, number one if, exercise. You, if you are a strength and conditioning coach to become a good bowler. First of all, I'd tell Nixie to wear a knee brace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And go, like, man, that's like that's crucial. Yep. I know it's been bowling. That's one probably one one sport I didn't haven't really like, doubled with. See, I, I, was, know, I know big in uh, big in Asia. So um, I was thinking lunges. 
You're lunging when you. But you got to be careful though too, because obviously if you're bowling a lot, you're going to be lunging a lot. So you almost like you don't want to overdo it in so many degrees. So almost yeah, yeah, it's almost go something opposite. Maybe something slow and heavy instead of lunging. Well, that would be good for Mooka. Hopefully, her Friday morning career will take off after that advice. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, she, she's <laughs> Tempe bowling. Yeah, Mooka's, okay. Mooka's a superstar. But uh, I guess from my own experience of. Uh, of temping bowling, if you if you bowl, you know you can't use your wrist for the next ten days afterwards. So, <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm more a precision guy than a power guy. Oh so no, I'm just muscle yeah, it down, just what? bicep curl it down. <laughs> and then my other sport was dart. Uh, well, well, what would we be training if we try to play some darts? Well, I always feel the more drinks you have, the better you get <laughs> yep. with that with darts. So I think that would be my first advice for you. So um, I guess we need to sort of climatize the environment as well. So more time at the pub. More time. Yeah, yeah that yeah. might. Yeah. This is whilst he's the best strength and conditioning coach <laughs> ever. Yeah, so, yeah. So. Um, I'm yeah. saying I'm saying this to you, Sam. I don't say this to anyone else. Um. So what I another thing I wanted to talk about um is we like to party. We do. We, we do. like we like a we good like time. Party. We yeah, like yeah. a good time. Yeah. Um. So I've had this going through my head for for a little while now and. Where, where's the best place to stand at a party? So you go into a, a party, and there's probably a couple of scenarios that you have to consider. Mm. So say you go to a party with a mate, and it's their family's party, and you don't really know anyone. So in that scenario, where do you stand? Where's the best place for you to stand to, to I guess, to be involved, but uh, obviously cater to your shyness or in a, in a new environment? I wouldn't say that. I would say no to the dance floor, straight up. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what, like. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I. I see. Yeah. I'm a. If I'm going there for mate, probably. Um. Uh. I'd probably hang on the outskirts a little bit. Yep. Maybe. Maybe find that that other person that's also maybe, hang on the outskirts a little bit. You know, and maybe um, strike up a conversation there and see what the uh, what the guys maybe they're a bit of a, a guest as well or something like that. You know. So yeah, when you're a little uncomfortable, it's probably probably better to, to scope the environment first, I guess. So get on the outside. Um, I'm always one to find out where the cold beer is. Mm. So around close to where the drinks are, because you know we all need a little Dutch courage sometimes. So just drop a couple of beers in me, and then I tend to get a little bit more social. Um, and then I think probably the first thing to do is thank the host for having you. Is that something that people do these days? That's probably a good idea, yeah. It's probably a bit too much kindness for these days. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you get introduced to them early, like yeah. straight away, then... And probably, as you should, such yeah, a Yeah, probably fair enough to say thanks for having me. I don't know if I like your theory there, Sam, because if you go up with a guy who's standing by himself, there's probably a reason he's standing by himself. Too. Well, I wasn't saying yeah, yeah. it had to be a guy yeah. either. Oh, well. Why do you have to assume the gender? <laughs> well, to tell you what, if it's a girl standing by herself, that's even worse. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's something more up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you <laughs> I know, guess, I just, I, you know, start on the outside, work your way in. And yeah, I guess, I guess, enough. I guess that's if it's like in a like. So, what if you're at a, at a house? Yeah. Do I know people, or is it still? Yeah, same situation, but you're not. That's a house. Um, so, because then there's like outside and inside parties. So this is a, a, a party where there's people inside and outside. Well, that's a tough one. I'd probably be an outside kind of person. I'm outside, no doubt. I'm outside. I feel like going into someone's house that you don't know when you can be outside. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's tough. What if you know the people? Know the people right in the middle. In the middle? I'm more of an outside person though. Outside person. Inside for bathroom, outside for party. Inside for bathroom, outside for party. What if... We spoke about this the other week. 
what if like you could we anywhere like if there's an opt outside option are you going outside rather than inside if there's an outside option to go for a week uh, I need a context for that. I need some context. Outside. So outside. outside? Just say outside. If I, yeah, yeah, get <laughs> I think it. The, the right answer. Yeah, if, if I see someone else go, that's, yeah. Yeah. It's game on then. That's fine. I just don't, I just don't be the first one on my first get that's there. That's fair. So. Yeah, that's fair. I find that people always, always navigate to the kitchen. Kitchen? Like, yeah. So you go to a house party. Do you notice that everyone's always in the kitchen? Kitchen, mm. yeah. It is. Always in it's the kind kitchen. Of, it's kind of where the girls hang out and have their like cocktail drinks and stuff like that. I'm usually well, outside. I like a cocktail. I'm usually, so. out, I'm usually outside by the fire. So you're saying like the blokes go outside. Yeah. And the girls stay inside. Yeah. In the kitchen. Yeah. And it's not because of any sort of like sexist reason or anything. It's just that's what you notice at parties. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, know, I think people... That's gra- probably fair. Sort like of gravitate yeah. towards the kitchen. kitchen but parties. if they're making cocktails, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I enjoy a cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, so... Right, so if anyone out there has an idea of, of where you would hang out at a party... The game plan. Yeah, the game plan. Like, send us send us your best party game plan. Mm, yeah. Give us a little scenario as well. And then what we'll do is we'll read it out on our show next show. Yeah. We'll read the whole game plan out. Love it. Yeah, so just let us know. Um, so, Sam, look at the time. Yeah, that's, um, that is time. Um, and this is where we usually hit the old... Um, Give us some love on, on our socials and um, be interactive with us. Um, I'm not saying that we've hit a brick wall yet, Nixie, yeah. in, in terms of our, of our followers. We, we've got our lovely followers already, but I think we, um, I think we need some more love. Well, my, my advice is share because you care. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. we, need, we've, we need some, like how we've got American people listening to us now. You know, there's someone different that we don't know. Well, we need more. We need more. We don't know. Well, the statistics do say that most podcasts finish after seven, and we're, we're at twelve. We're, we're, ne- we're nearly double that. So I think we just got to, some time. But if anyone can help us by sharing and uh, you know commenting and and you know just just giving that that general love uh, for the pod, we'd appreciate it. Um, we're going to get videos out soon as well, which is going to be a little bit. Something else to be engaging. Something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah which will be exciting. Yeah. Whenever Sean decides to take up his internship that he's been talking about. I do have to say that I've got a face for radio, though, so I'm a little concerned. Yeah, there that's might be right. a few like less followers after that. Yeah, nah, <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Confidence is key. <laughs> I do want to say a big thank you to, to Wolski for, for coming on the show. Really um, appreciate your uh, unqualified insights in some areas <laughs> and then your super qualified insights into the others. Um, hopefully you've had a time. Yeah, it's been good, mate. Really good. And uh, what do you say, Sam? Um, Thank you. All right. Sure.